how do you buy a house in 2023? We're diving into this question today to dissect exactly what you need to do. This is for the individual, again, that has those aspirations to own a home, not talking about the details, the nitty gritty of interest rates and specific numbers. We want to generalize this one for those of you out there. So stay tuned for this episode of Real Estate Roundup, a part of the Beyond Real Estate podcast. And we'll talk after this message. Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jalik, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in-depth on how to become successful in life and business. Nick, take it away. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Beyond Real Estate. This is our Real Estate Roundup section, and we wanted to dive into how to buy a home in 2023. With that just on the horizon, I feel like it's just an important topic for us to circle back on this one. I feel like we hit it a couple times throughout 22. Um, nonetheless, things change. So Jalen, let me throw it at you first. What does the novice individual need to know to purchase a home this next year? Uh, first and foremost, don't worry about interest rates. <laughs> like if you're, well, I'm going to wait for interest rates to go down and then it's going to be saving me some money. Uh, they're not going down. It's <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't know what the trickle down the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like a quarter of a percent, half a percent. That's right. not what all these people are waiting for. They're with, I, I would like my 3% uh, interest right, rate. Right. I'd like my 4%. Those are gone. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Well, this other guy was offering me a 4% interest rate. Yeah. You have to pay 20000 to get it. I don't know what to tell you. They're not coming down. But Jalen, what I hear from my uh, local armchair quarterback uh, real estate advisor is uh, that the market crash and that we're, it's not going to happen. So for all of you that are like, I'm just going to wait on the sidelines. I'm going to keep paying my $3,000 a month in rent um, because I like my studio apartment in New York. Um, like, just don't. Don't wait. That's the first thing. Get over that. That's the first hurdle. Mentally, you're going to be eating a turd sandwich when it comes to interest rate. <laughs> but you're going to be eating that turd sandwich in a home that you own. So... Better that than uh, eating the constant month-over-month turd sandwich of paying rent. So that's that, that's the first thing. Just get over that mentality because I see so many people doing it where, oh, that payment's not going to be what I want. It doesn't matter. Like, that's do you want a house or not? At the end of the day, do you want a house? The answer is yes. Of course you do because you don't want to be paying rent. So get over that mi- mentality, that interest rates, and, and stop trying to play the game. You're not going to time the market. You know the people that can time the market? The ones that are ready to buy. Those are the ones. So uh, first thing, get over that. Second thing, prepare yourself to buy. So when people are thinking about preparing themselves to buy, what are your first go-tos for those, you know, either they're needing to sell and then buy, move up and home, move down, whatever they're doing, or that first time home buyer, what are your go-tos for that, Nick? Go-tos for home buyers, understand what it is you want and why you want it. Understand what, what, where do your wants and your needs start differentiating a little bit to say, nope, that's a non-negotiable for me in my situation. I think people need to be very clear on that because too many people leave it open-ended to be like, I want a nice house that is turnkey ready or it's three bed, two bath. Okay, now you got a little specific, but now let's talk about location. Now let's talk about some of the amenities that you have to have or you can't do without or that hey, that's a deal breaker for me if we're lined up on a busy street. Like these are things that people need to think through so you can clearly and confidently make decisions. Otherwise, it's just like, ah, that just didn't feel right. Like, but mm-hmm. you don't know why it didn't feel right, right? And, and then you have that buyer's remorse 
potentially of, ah, oh, we passed up on that. We should have done that, right? So again, get clear with what it is you want and why you want it and get even more clear on what your non-negotiables are. That, that would be a big tip. Um, my second one, what are you going to do if there's a mismatch in price? Because we all have our ideals to say, yeah, I want this and that and this and that. And I want to be in this location. Okay, what happens if you're 100 grand off? Or let's get closer. What if you're 20 grand off? Do you have a family or friend that's going to come in on the back end? If you don't, are you willing to drive a little bit farther? And, and now you got more time in the car? She's like, no, that's not an option. Okay, what are you willing to give up then? That maybe wasn't non-negotiable or was really high up on that list. Like we're, there's going to be give and take, right? Or are you just going to keep waiting and hoping? Um, in which case, yeah, you're going to be hoping and waiting long, a lot longer. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just hoping, hoping. Oh, you're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. <laughs> uh, don't be that guy. So um, the on that, let me give you a real world example. My wife and I are currently looking for a home. We, every weekend, we have like three homes that we're looking at tomorrow. We've we went under contract with one. There were squirrels living in the air vents. <laughs> so that one, you know, clearly occupied. Can't take that. We're not going to evict people. And the other one uh, beat us out for an all cash offer. So it's like, okay. So now we're to the point where we're like, well, let's think about that. What are we actually willing to give? We want to be in the mountains. That's that's like my non-negotiable. Like, I don't want to live in suburbia hell. We're in Colorado, beautiful mountains. And everyone's like, yeah, I want to see mountains on the horizon. I don't want to live in there. Perfect. Yeah. I want to live there. And so now it's coming down to, well, you know, we get more options if we look at just a two bedroom instead of a three bedroom. Our boys are both young. We were planning on having them stay in the same room for the next few years. And then then we can look at moving up in house or maybe two bedrooms is perfect. Maybe they just love living in the same room together. You know, they're, they're those types of brothers. We all have seen those family dynamics where the two brothers are like, no, that's like my best friend. I'm, I love sleeping in the same room with him. Great, perfect. Um, but that was one of the things where we were like, oh, we thought we had an idea of what we wanted. We were like, we want a three bedroom. But then as we started looking, we we're like, well, maybe a two bedroom is actually like, that's the thing that we're willing to um, negotiate on and be like, well, we actually want a three bedroom instead of, or a two bedroom instead of a three. So great point there from Nick. The other thing that uh, I want you to know, if you're wanting to buy in 2023, understand what is limiting you in your home purchase max price so if you're like i want to buy a five hundred thousand dollar home fantastic good on you first can you buy it if you can great skip this step if you can't and here's where most people get hung up understand what's limiting you from buying that house is it credit cards okay we actually need to pay down some credit cards first is it understanding that you you know you need to ask for that raise at work okay uh maybe it's Hey, we could actually afford a $500,000 house, but you know, we're not comfortable with that monthly payment. All right. Well, it might mean that you need to cut something out for that's an, an, a negotiable expense, right? Hey man, I just love sitting back and having my Starbucks every morning when I drive in to work. Uh, I do that every single day of the week. That's five times 25 working days. So that's what, 250 bucks, 200, whatever. I don't know. I, a hundred, 125. Nick, you were so far off, but 125 bucks a month. And so uh, if you and your spouse both do that, it's like, ah, maybe you just brew coffee from home. Maybe that's a sacrifice. So <laughs> understanding what's actually limiting you and doing a full breakdown of that. Hey, it's actually our credit scores are down. Great. Have you talked with someone about how to get your credit score up? The answer is no. Well, what are you waiting on? Uh, there, there's, it's not like this time of years when real estate agents and mortgage professionals who will pull your credit for free and let you know what you need to do to fix your credit. 
It's not like they stop working in December. They are actually have more time than ever. So they're more than happy to do those types of things for you and get another application. So understand what is limiting you. So we're now getting ready to go out and look at homes. We've understood our key factors that need to be in this home. We understand what we're willing to negotiate on. Um, Nick, they're out looking for homes. What should they be out on the lookout for? And what are some big, serious red flags besides squirrels living in the vents? That one is <laughs> well, I think when when they get to the point of they're actually driving around to look for them, they should be beyond number one. They should have already got pre-approved, so they know exactly they're not creating false hope to say, "Oh, this house looks nice," and it's like, "Well, we could never afford it." Well, especially if you're doing that with a real estate agent, you're really wasting time. Like maybe some people just want to browse because that's where they're at mentally. And they're just like, yeah, we're not buying in the next six months or nine months, whatever. Um, but that's my suggestion. If, if you're going out and looking and it's just worth your time, right? Because you know you can actually benefit from that potential look of a house. Be like, yeah, let's make moves because we know what moves we can make. And we saw it now in person because we saw it first online. And now we move there. Um, I, I think that's the biggest one red flags i guess everybody has their different red flags and this goes back to what it is what is it that you're looking for um again if you're not clear on what you want i mean you might be looking at four and three bedrooms and then you go look at it and be like oh this isn't for me and like understand what ones you can mix already understand do you want a fixer or are you going out to look at a one that's not turnkey or has some problems and then again you're just wasting your own time when you don't know not only what you want but what you don't want um price range of yeah. course is a given but nonetheless a very important one that not everybody pays attention to even in 2022 moving into 23 they just look at a house and be like oh let's go look at that three bedroom it's like i've had those 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 conversations with as a real estate agent hosting an open house people are have come in and it's like how much is this listed for and in my head i'm like how'd you get here like i still use <laughs> zillow or redfin or some online platform that says I'm going to this address and it's listed for X amount of dollars for having the conversation like, how many bedrooms does this have again? It's interesting. So there again, we're having this podcast for the naive individual um, to say, where do I start? How do I buy a home in 23? It's interesting. And I guess I shouldn't be so surprised that you get some of those basic questions um, still this day and age with a phone in, at our fingertips. You're just like, yeah, you didn't know that. You didn't know you're walking into a three bed, two bath. Yeah, How'd it's not big enough for me and my family. And I'm thinking, well, well, if you knew you needed a four bed, two bath, like why are you stepping your foot into a three bed, two bath? Um, again, unless that's on, <laughs> hey, we're willing to comp a bedroom. But uh, yeah. I've had that conversation with some people. It's like, yeah, we, we just have to have something that has this as a minimum. I'm thinking, why'd you waste your time? Um, <laughs> have a good rest Remember, of your day and good luck. Your, your time is valuable. Don't just waste it. You're not going to get that hour back that it took to drive there and look at a house and be like, this is nothing yeah. that I wanted. It's like, oh, like the, like what's not wrong? Well, it doesn't have the same amount of bedrooms. You know, there's a filter for that wherever you're looking this up. Yeah. Hey, it has to have four plus bedrooms. Don't start being like, well, I really like this one's location, but it doesn't have four bedrooms. So it's a deal killer. Don't show up to that house. Yeah. Just take it off the list before that. I don't, right. Yeah. Um, so again, go back to having those conversations, especially with the money thing. I never get that too. My wife wanted to do that. She was like, oh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's have Tony. Who's our realtor. Let's have Tony, uh, come show us this house. I'm like, Monica, we're not approved yet. Like we're not pre-approved. We loan officer has no documents from us. Like we haven't even filled out an application. 
We're just wasting time. Don't be those people. No, your, your real estate agent needs to be making money. This is their job. And guess right. what? Unless you're giving them a 20 for every hour that you're wasting looking at this house, don't call your realtor to be like, oh, I want to go look at a house. Like, you don't got money for it. Yeah. And on that note, in terms of when you have these conversations, don't wait to think, oh, I want to get a house next weekend. And now's the time to get pre-approved and everything. Might that house be around? It might. But again, you're just creating false hope and you're relying on hope at the end of the day. Um, like right now, we're at the end of 2022. Have these conversations now so you know what moves you can make and maybe it's early 2023. Um, but if you say, nah, I'm not ready to buy yet, I'll, I'll have those conversations when I'm ready to buy. You say, okay, I'm ready, it's February. Well, okay, so what happens if you need to improve your credit to yeah. get a lower interest rate? Like if you were to know that in December, you can make a move in February. But now that you delayed it to February, you're now delaying making those moves until May, June, July, those are prime times for people to buy. Now you're in those multiple offers again. Like those are things that people look at in hindsight too often, unfortunately, and say, oh, if I would have had the conversation earlier. Um, so don't be that person. <laughs> Make that yeah. deliberate choice to have conversations early. It's never too early to have those conversations. I think is no. one thing I want to hit home. Um, it's never too early to have those conversations. There is a such thing as too late. And now both <laughs> have come and gone. But nobody's ever complained like, dang it, I talked to my lender too early in the process. They know too much about my credit score. Nobody's said no one ever. Um, I hate this. Now I'm so prepared. Yeah. God, <laughs> how, can I, how can I be doing this? Uh, and, and on that, uh, one final thing that I have, and this is a lesson that we, you know, we had kind of had that kind of Jesus moment when the squirrels were living at the house already. We're like, oh, sorry. Like walked into one of them, using the bathroom. Like, oh, oh, geez. Didn't know it was on that. <laughs> um, is be prepared to walk away from the quote unquote perfect house. Don't, don't be so into it to be like, oh, no, we just got to make this work. If it doesn't make sense anymore. It's like, well, you, sure, you can buy it. And yeah, technically you can get insurance for it. And Technically, you could make all the updates that it needs, but it's going to cost you tens of 20,000, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix everything. And like, don't sink your family financially because you're like, I really need this house. It's perfect in everything. I mean, toilets don't flush. They flush backwards. The foundation could fall on us tomorrow. You know, it's a risk we're willing to take. Walk away from a house if it doesn't make sense. Or just be like, hey, throw a, what uh, what I've heard, an FU offer at him. Be like, yeah, I'm not going to buy it for that. I will buy it for way less than that. And that's the only way I'm paying for it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you now understand all the problems that it has that the owner might not have. And you're actually in a stronger position than you might think to be like, eh, if you really want to get rid of this, I'm willing to pay this much, not a penny more. Right. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't, especially if they're newer or first time home buyers, they don't know they have that ability to do that. They're like, oh, I have to put in an offer and that's the only offer I can offer them. Yeah. Nope. Well, <laughs> and, and my last and final point would be make sure you're deliberate in working with someone you choose, not someone who's assigned to you. And I say Oops. that because Redfin, Zillow, a lot of these platforms will assign you an agent and just say, hey, you're working with Debbie. And you're just like, cool. Who's Debbie? And some people will just take it <laughs> and go with it. Um, yeah. I, I would just highly advise you not to do that for this very reason. Um, because when you start making decisions based on relationships or referrals, then it's much more likely that they're referred to you for a reason, right? And it's not because they suck. 
I've never given a, given a referral for a restaurant and be like, Shaylin, go check this restaurant out. It's terrible, right? You're only going to refer somebody or hear about somebody that has a good line of work for that reason. So I, I think that's important. So you can confidently navigate that pricing situation. So you can confidently walk away from a home because it's challenging as that home buyer. You, sometimes it's no different than us being parents and having those parent goggles and be like, my kid's perfect and they don't make mistakes and they don't, they wouldn't talk to somebody like that. No, they, they do and they have, and they just did. Yeah. Um, and it's that home that you're, we have those Google eyes and you're just like, this is it, this is it. And you're just like, no, that's a red flag. And we need to be very clear on, like you said, don't make an offer over this price for this reason, right? Or don't even put an offer on it because unless you're willing to fix X, Y, and Z. Right. And it's leaning on professionals to be able to mo make those confident decisions. And yes. uh, again, not everybody's created equal. <laughs> no, especially, especially Redfin and Zillow. Zillow went bankrupt trying to do fix and flips. Like, like, no, anyone that they send your way, like, use their information. Oh, free information. Love it. <laughs> anyone that they're like, hey, work with this person, be like, no, thanks. I've seen your guys' track record with buying homes. It didn't end well. You guys had to lay off thousands of people because you sucked at it. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with someone else that didn't have to lay off thousands of people and nearly go bankrupt. No, thanks. <laughs> Nick was too nice to say that. I'm just here to, to give it to you real. That's why you don't work with them. They're awful at it. They're they're really bad. All the people there, it's a numbers game for them. Don't do it. Don't do it with Rocket Mortgage. Don't, like, it, this isn't disparaging. Work with them if you want. If you don't care about, if you want the cheapest option, it's just not going to be your best option. So that's all I got. <laughs> I hope our listeners out there also got something out of it. And, and hopefully it's something to help you or someone you know better navigate this space as we move into 2023. So thank you for joining us on another Real Estate Roundup, a part of the Beyond Real Estate podcast. Until next week, this is this week. Thank you for joining. Talk soon. Hey, thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more of Jalen McKenna, Colorado's mortgage dad, and his take on the Colorado real estate market or just mortgages and mortgage news in general, check out the links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.